Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Saturday the 9th of April, and here we are at 1 o'clock in the Hamilton Brewery here in North London. Uh, and I'm with uh, a number of people, friends of uh, Brighton Rock Podcast. Uh, this is Alistair here. I've travelled all the way down from uh, Manchester via the New Forest today, um, where I actually live halfway between Bournemouth and Southampton. And it's fair to say I probably have a, a record to set straight. And yes, I did. I did indeed uh, confuse Eddie Howe with where he played. Uh, so I, I just needed a bit of a right to reply there. Um, yeah, I, obviously for me, um, Southampton and Bournemouth, they're basically just towns to the left of Portsmouth, in my opinion. Uh, hence hence the, uh, the, the low regard I have for them. Anyway, we're going to talk to some of the friends of Brighton Rock Podcast today uh, as we're having uh, some very fine pizza and enjoying some very fine uh, ales here uh, and I've got Duncan in front of me uh, and uh, well, uh, the, first ma- the first question has to be um, how's the beer? Uh, beer's amazing yeah started off on uh, a light sort of uh, IPA now on a couple of halves of sours They're absolutely brilliant we've got the malice fruit blackberry and apple crumbled sour this is a shout out to nick who can't make it and then the uh current issues uh black currant and strawberry sour absolutely gorgeous yeah and then i'm going for a wine uh, not a wine flight a beer flight of uh, three stouts coming up yeah it's great we've got pizzas on the way and uh it's lovely um, industrial estate <laughs> tucked out of the way around the corner in North London it's great actually we've got about uh, 15 of us here super excellent and uh, I mean I think we should probably morph this podcast into a food podcast at some point particularly during the off season uh, because we probably eat and drink at some of the best places that I eat and drink at uh, just in, in as well as a, ma- a match and sometimes it's just the match that gets in the way of the day so what do you think about the football then um, uh, how you well, uh, obviously uh, Arsenal since Arteta's been there they've won the last two out of the three games that we've played against them uh, and all by, by form you'd, you'd, you'd fancy them today uh, but what do you reckon what could happen today Absolutely. Well, we're in a poor run of form, aren't we? Um, it's, yeah, it's not looking good for us. So um, somebody just asked me what the result would be, and I just foolishly said 1-0 to us. Um, 
it'll be the typical Brighton way, wouldn't it? That we go and have 31 shots uh, uh, against Norwich, four on target, not score a single goal, and then come away to Arsenal and just nick it. Um, but equally, we could go 3 0 down. So that's my head rather than my heart. Um, like you say, we just have uh, great away days. It's brilliant to meet up with good friends and uh, drink some lovely beers in wonderful places, have some great food. And uh, quite often recently, it's been 90 minutes that have spoiled the, uh, the whole day, but we're coping. And anyway, look, we've got 34 points. We're safe. We're not going down. Um, and we'll pull through. And... Uh, yeah, it just, I haven't a clue what's going to happen today. I don't think anybody has, really. Yeah, yeah, so that's it. Brilliant, thanks, Dunk. And, uh, yeah, it's fair to say that it is, uh, it is a bit like Schrodinger's cat today's match. Uh, it's not until we open the match or open the box that we'll find out whether we're alive or dead, whether Mope starts or whether he doesn't. We were an hour off um, the team sheets uh, being announced. Uh, Arsenal got an injury as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, one of their, uh, one of their key players uh, of... Um, let me just quickly just double check his name because I, I've been uh, pulled up for getting things wrong. Thomas Party uh, is injured, who, who they would have hoped uh, would start for them. Uh, but apart from that, um, obviously, really sad to hear about Modo and his ACL. Uh, that's going to affect us, I think. We you know we could, um, yeah. Really sad for his uh, for his World Cup as well. Really yeah. look forward to him shining in the World Cup and you know going on and being you know outstanding on the world stage so really really gutted for him I mean that that is nine months plus out of the game isn't it it's awful for him so yeah sad sad news yeah really sad okay well we'll keep talking to the rest of uh, the friends of the Brighton Rock Pod uh, and uh one of the main issues that we need to address is the absence of our host. Um, well, first of all, Peter, uh, who I believe has got COVID, but also Russell. Um, and we've no idea where he is. Has anyone seen him? No, I, I just can't believe it, that he can't be bothered to travel down from, from Enfield to go to Arsenal away. I mean, it just nobody's seen him. Nobody knows what's going on. Just can't believe it. It's appalling. I mean, you can understand why he wouldn't go to Newcastle. It's a long way. And, you know, like cost of living going up, you know, times are tight. But actually, just walking from your back door to a match, which is only on the corner. Take him 10 minutes. I just, just can't be bothered anymore, can he? Yeah, well, I've got someone else here who's also got some, some strong opinions about this. His name's Ahmed. You may have heard him before from Newcastle. <laughs> and um, Ahmed's got something that he wants to say as well. It's in song form. Uh, Russell, we miss you, uh, and you are a legend. Uh, hope you get better soon. <laughs> there we go. Well, we'll probably, we'll probably get onto the football a bit later, but... Um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're now heading over to another table and uh, we'll pick up from there. So here I am on another table. We're friends of uh, the Brighton Rock Pod. And obviously we're going to be talking about the football in a minute. But we, we, but we do, yeah, we, we're just a bit puzzled really. And uh, I've got a friend here, uh, Andy. And, and again, he's a bit concerned about the absence of our host, Russell. Well, there's 15 of us here around three tables. And we're all having a fantastic pre-match pint. But I've got to be honest, right? They seek him here, they seek him there, they seek him almost everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Russell Guyver. Where the hell is he? I mean, for Christ's sake, here we are in a Hamilton brewery. I swear to God, walking distance from his house in Enfield is about... He could probably hop it, actually. He could probably hop it. Three and a half minutes away from his bloody house. And he's a home game for him, and he's not bloody here. I mean, every game we come to, 
everybody's here. There's Alistair doing the podcast for him. There's Simon Seagull over there. There's Ahmed and Alison. There's David and Jill. There's Andy and Dunk. There's Ian, Charlie, Wedgie, Courts. Everybody's here, but bloody Russell Guyver. He's got no commitment whatsoever. I think he's given up on the Albion just because we can't score a bloody goal. He's stopped coming. He's an embarrassment. I'm not used to any bad language yet, but if you keep recording, I'm going to. Now, okay, well, I, I think I better stop because we did have some complaints last time. I, I understand that there were some small children that were repeating words to their parents that really should never have been said by a three-year-old. And not to mention the complaints that they got from nursery the following day. Uh, but anyway, we, we won't be going that way. Um, so, so just sort of t- talking about football now, um, because, you know, we're just going to have to brush that under the carpet, our lack of host. Um, but about football, so, so what, what do you reckon about today? How do you think we're going to be doing today on the, on the pitch? Interesting one. Depends if Bissouma is going to be the one who steps in for Moda. If he is, he's technically in the shop window. If he wants to play for a big team next season, if he is picked today, he's going to have to play. If he plays and he plays well, we could actually do something in this game. Um, I've no idea what he's going to do up front. I don't know if you rest Mope for the sake of his own good or whether you play him and say, I've got confidence in you and I'm committed to you. I don't Although know which in, in the press conference, they said, um, Potter said that Mope had made the best improvement of any player that he's seen in training and he's, he's, so, and he's recovered so much that he's so up for it today. So I'm guessing that he is going to be on the pitch today. OK, fair play. Um, I think we, if we go with a Bissouma Alzate midfield, and if we go with Mope and he's able to break his his confidence crisis, there's a chance we can get something out of the game. Can't really say any better than that. We're gonna. I think we're gonna have to get two goals to win the game. Yeah, I and I think scoring two is probably a little bit unlikely. So in time-honoured tradition, best we can hope for is a one-all draw. <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. We have a replacement Russell today and his name is Simon and uh, yeah just want to talk to him and ask him about your thoughts about the match Simon not Russell the match um, oh, the next three are going to be hard but I think we're going to win one of them so I'm not committing to today but I just feel like it's classic Brighton to win yeah. one of these games. Yeah, one of the hard ones. Yeah, yeah we, can, so, we do like to, to be hard for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I heard you talking about Moda being out in the team. I'm hoping we get to see a bit of Moises Caicedo, maybe. I assume Basuma will start, but I'd like to, I, th- I would have thought now if Moda being out for sort of the first half at least of next season, yeah. Basuma probably being off. We need to kind of see if Moises can do it. I think he can, but we don't want to see that. So, yeah. looking forward to that. Um, and today, who knows? I, I, I think now, the good, for all the frustrations, I think you go into every game thinking we can win. We create chances. All right, we don't score them, but we create them. Yeah, and, you know, true. a few seasons ago, we went away to these places and we didn't leave our own half. So I think that gives you room, some optimism. So I'm, I'm staying optimistic. Although I remember going to Preston about probably 15 years ago when the most exciting thing was a black cat on the pitch. And I don't think we left our own half then either. Um, so, so it's fair to say we've come a very, very long way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm, personally, I'm quite excited to see Mwepo. Um, but I, 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 I don't know if he might start before Basuma. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I was at Anfield and I saw that Mwepo goal. And for me, that's still the goal of the season, certainly the, the goal of the season that I've seen live. Uh, but whether or not other people think differently. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him play. I, I don't see him playing at the same time as Basuma, though. I think it'd be one or the other. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, how you never know with, with Potter, really, no, do you? No, it could, no, be, it could yeah. be any makeup. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see him coming back. You know, how, was, I can't remember how long he was out for now. A few months, was it? Quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- longer than we'd hoped. Anyway, yeah. Certainly after we saw that that dazzling sort yeah. of game up at Anfield. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm always a big uh, Stephen Elzate fan, so I'd, yeah. I'd like to see him playing, get some more minutes, and show what he can do, and give it. You know, maybe get, establish his place in the team. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Oh. Sarmiento, give him a shout out. Be yeah. nice to see. He, yeah. he looked good when he came on against yeah. uh, Norwich, quite lively. So, um, someone like that, playing with no fear, is just going to go for it. And uh, yeah, hope to see a bit of him against them. I almost think you, you kind of want to stay solid at the back, but you almost want to mix it up a little bit at the front, don't you? And, yeah. and just sort of see, you know, well, what, what lands you know might land. And also, Arteta wouldn't necessarily be ready for that either. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think if we can try and get him, I hope uh, Lampsy plays as well today and, you know, get some get some pace out wide and really go for it. I think we could cause them some problems. And yeah. uh, that could, you know, if, if they don't get an early foothold in the game... And we can start, you know, getting in behind them and stuff like that. You can see them getting a little bit twitchy. So yeah, yeah. I think that's where I'm holding on to a bit of hope. Yeah, I, I, personally, my hope is if we get a goal in the first half fairly early on, I think that would help us a lot. What we definitely don't want to do is concede early on in the first half. But equally, if we hold on nil-nil to the f- end of the first half, I think we'll be doing well as well. And your pizza's just arrived. Perfect timing. So I'm going to let you tuck into that. What is it, by the way? Um, Diavo. Diavo. Sounds very nice. Yeah, I had the blue cheese one. I like a bit of blue cheese, the blue and white stripes and cheese, you know, sort of perfectly matching. But enjoy, enjoy, Simon. And talk to you later, mate. <laughs> Thank you. It's half time, and what a first half that was! Yeah! The highs, the lows, the one goals. Russell Skyver, there's only one Russell Skyver, one Russell Skyver, there's only one Russell Skyver. Oh my word, right, okay, that, that's obviously an ongoing theme for today. We only win when you're missing, <laughs> win when you're missing, we only win when you're missing. What a game, I, I, I must say. Kukurea seems to be having a blinder, and Weppo doing well. Even Kasaido, there was some amazing bits. Well, the yellow card that Basuma took for the team, uh, just when they looked like they were going to break, and then they had a, an identical one, which Kukurelius went on his knees and prayed. 
and said six Hail Marys in order to get that yellow card. Uh, yeah, what was your thinking about that first half, Duncan? Yeah, well, I, I loved it. I think we played pretty well, but just the, the, the yellow card from Kukurei took uh, the rest of um, 30 so, seconds before he was going right? to give it. Yeah. yeah, and so I think I think he got he got turned by the crowd and, and by Kukurea going on his knees, putting his hands together in a prayer-like fashion and just saying, what does it take for you to actually give us a card? I mean, incredible, yeah, incredible. Absolutely. But of course, the headline news has to be... We scored a goal! We scored a goal. And not only that, but VAR went in our favour. Uh, and it seems to be quite a marginal call. It's fair to say they're going to be talking about this on Match of the Day tonight, aren't they? Yeah, don't give a shit, though. Um, <laughs> really, really good. We scored a brilliant goal. There was a lovely... Absolutely, um, Trossard's yeah, goal. Yeah, pass off and dunk. Dunk through to Mwepu. Mwepu brought it down brilliantly, crossed it into the box. Trossard, top right-hand corner, I think. It's a bit far, drops the end of the pitch. But 1-0 up, away to Arsenal. The best goal celebration we have had for a very long time. Quite a long time. In fact, the only goal celebration uh, we've had for a very long and time. And that's Duncan. why it went so good. And you lost your glasses during that as well, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> I had to go down in uh, like Kukurea. I was on my knees, <laughs> surrounded by everyone, trying to find my glasses. And, and then the, the other thing was, Mwepo looked like he almost scored a very similar goal to that at Anfield. But it was just a bit wide. It was one of those goals that you probably score one out of ten. Just, just a lot wide, I think. Just yeah. a lot wide. Was, but he was trying the same thing, wasn't it? It's a different postcode. It was a bit. So, um, so Andy, what do you reckon about that first half? I found that interesting. We, we seem to have played almost with one centre-back. And the gap between Dunk and Veltman and Dunk and Cucurella terrifies me because it's like a 25-yard gap. But we flooded the centre midfield, which has stopped them running through. I think there's going to be some significant tactical alterations from them at half-time. Um, but a fantastic performance. Basuma's made some great steals. Cucurella's made some great defensive headers. Muepu has covered an enormous amount of ground. It's been fantastic. It's just a brilliant, brilliant bit yeah, and, and it's fair to say, I wasn't sure that Mwepo and Basuma could play together, but Basuma, he's back today. Certainly he's certainly been back this first half anyway. He, he's certainly put himself back in there, put in a shift. Mwepo, magnificent. Caicedo covered a lot of ground as well. A superb ball. When Dunk hit the ball through to Mwepo on the right flank, it looked like a hopeful clearance, but it actually curved beautifully into his path. It was deliberate, brought down in one touch, a lovely cutback slot ball, and just first time hit into the net. I mean, it's a perfect goal, not something I ever could have seen us doing today, but it was magnificent, and it was full on limbs. Uh, it was it was marvellous. It was limp. We found Duncan's spectacles. We found Andy's testicles. We found everything, and ever, all is well. All I is found well. a bit of chewing gum under the seat, which I think was left by a Brentford fan or whoever beat Arsenal the other night. Anyway, um, but but uh, well, so we'll, we'll kind of give it. Oh well, Andy's got something to say. It share. Perfect game plan by Potter. Bizarre selection, but it's worked. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's sorted out. Us going one 0 at half time. Sarmiento to come on the second yes. half and to tear them apart <laughs> excellent well we'll come back to you after the match and uh, well let's hope we're as happy then 
as we are at the moment. But it's fair to say I would have been okay about going in one all after that first half performance. But to get that VAR um, shout in our in our favour, we were. I, I, it looks pretty lucky just on a picture that someone sent us on WhatsApp. But but there we go. It was offside. It took them about five minutes to work it out, yeah. and they did. So it was, it was a long wait, it. wasn't it? Yeah. And we've had so many things that marginal VAR calls that have gone against us to be honest it's fair to say we probably deserve a few marginal VAR calls in our favour so yeah we, as we were saying in the pub before and after we'd finished recording um, some of those marginal marginal gains some of that luck that went our way in the first half of the season that hasn't been going our way since Christmas uh, yeah we've maybe just had a bit of that rub of luck a rub of the green again today yeah agree totally yeah the good thing the Norwich match 31 shots I know we were fairly shit but on any other day maybe a couple of those would have gone in yeah, somehow yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> well, well we'll sign off now and uh, yeah come back to you at the end of the match just while we watch Sanchez get some treatment it appears to be that there's a lot of Arsenal fa- Arsenal fans leaving the stadium uh, with approximately 10 minutes left to play and uh, at this point Trossard's been subbed off for Webster so it's great to see Webster coming back on but it's 2-0 up for the Albion with a couple of really wonder goals really both scored from outside the six yard box possibly even the, the penalty area and Mwepo uh, and, and Trossard uh, it's looking exciting it's looking exciting what an amazing goal by Udegaard, which I must admit I did applaud. But here we go. We're in the last minute of added on time. They've just had an offside. Sanchez has just pulled off a couple of absolutely world-class saves. And here we are, waiting for the, waiting for the final whistle. Welbeck's just been fouled, but of course this referee hasn't given it. And we're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Mark Kukurea has been a man-mountain today. He has just been absolutely phenomenal. We think there's about 15 seconds left. And it's just gone out for their throw. Which has gone back to their keeper. That's it! As you may have guessed, that was the final whistle. The Albion having a way win in London. As the players come and greet the fans, it's very notable that Graham Potter is with them today. These are happy players. Their shirts being given out. Ali Mack just gave out his shirt. Potter's applauding the fans and the support. Absolute scenes and absolute limbs today. And we have an empty Emirates Stadium with apart from the away end. So here we are, we've made our way back to the Hamilton Brewery. And it's fair to say that we're a little bit hoarse 
We're not not small horses, but but we are we have lost our voice. Um, we've walked, we've talked all the way home uh, with smiles on our faces, well, all the way back to the Hamilton Brewery anyway. And it's fair to say that um, we're, we're celebrating. We are celebrating uh, one of the best away wins. Well, probably the best one that I've definitely experienced this week this this season. Um, but uh, yeah. Just some uh, notable uh, things today. Uh, just we were just talking about it. So here I am with uh, with Andy uh, and uh, and quite a few of the other Brighton Rock friends. Um, yeah, just the face on Sanchez when he came over to the fans at the end. As well, very notable. Graham Potter came over at the end with the fans. Uh, yeah, there's some very very happy players there today. It felt to me it felt like a bit of a watershed game, and you kind of think, well, maybe the rest of the season we might begin to look start looking upwards again. Uh, but even if we don't, we've got 37 points now. We're safe. What do you reckon, guys? Seven games without a win, so a win was always going to mean something, and I think it showed in the, the reactions after the game. It was, um, yeah, it was a very good win, very good win. Two brilliant goals, two brilliantly worked goals, two great finishes. What we've been missing all season really is some clinical finishing like that, um, and some grit at the end to hold on after a brilliant goal from Odegaard. Oh, yeah. Some really defensive grit, and you know they really wanted it and held on for the win. So yeah, fully deserved. Yeah, and and it's such a shame that only half the bright half the out. Uh, Arsenal fans actually saw their goal <laughs> because they'd all left the stadium. It was a bit like it was the classic <laughs> fire drill at the library, wasn't it? Fire drill um, after seventy-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Sorry, this that was that was uh, Charlie just speaking there. So over to Andy. Well, I thought that was incredibly brave from Potter to start with what looks like one centre back, almost in a three-four-three, flooding the defensive centre midfield. Um, it, it just looked like such a risk. But they must have rehearsed it to death because we just looked so organised and they weren't able to dribble through the gaps. And I was just saying to Alison and Ahmed on the way back to the brewery from the stadium, for me, 47 years as a fan, and an away game against a big team, that's possibly the best combination of grit and fight and organisation and technical brilliance on the two goals that I think I've ever seen. I can't wait to see the highlights on Match of the Day because it was just that. It was perfect. We needed grits. We needed fight to get out of the trough that we were in. But we combined that with confidence, with technical brilliance. I cannot remember a game where we have scored two such technically brilliant goals in the same match. Absolutely magnificent. Muepu, stratospheric performance. Hope he's not badly injured. Is he your man of the match? By a country mile. By a country mile. A goal, an assist, covering ground in both boxes. Just unbelievable. Cucurella, superb as always. Sanchez with some fantastic saves. Had absolutely no chance with that floaty hit for their goal. I don't think anybody could have got near that. But it was just... It was a combination of grit and technical brilliance. Absolutely magnificent. For me, one thing that really summed up the match was Kukurea. Uh, a ball had been not long on the left wing coming towards the goal. And Kukurea, you could see that on, on his face, he just absolutely let loose and started running towards it. He was like he was running 100 metres in the Olympic Games for a gold medal. And then he got there got the ball and then put across it nothing came of it but it was just symptomatic for me of his performance it was just phenomenal yeah. outstanding not only Cucurella with Trossard in front of him 
but all over the pitch people supporting each other and when you're down and you're in the trenches and you're trying to fight your way back from the position we were in you need people to pair up and fight for each other and we did that all over the pitch it was absolutely fantastic the other thing that stood out for me was the precision of the first time hits on yeah. both of the goals yeah. whatever they've been working on in the last week yeah. everybody's conscious of the problems that we've had yeah. but I don't think you, you'd have to go a long way before you could see two such brilliant technically constructed goals and precision finishes just just glorious just just a fantastic because there had been a few strikes at goal that weren't on target as well but that didn't mean that they gave up you know and you because you need to you need to have a go and some of them go in and some of them don't go in but in Weppo as you say he got us an assist and also a goal uh, and and we just really hope that it looked like um, someone said it might be that the, in the hip a hip flexor yeah uh, that's what it looked like because they were kind of rotating his, his foot weren't they when they were treating him but hopefully he's alright yeah hopefully I mean a brave decision from Potter to throw in Bissouma, Kaisidu Luepu all at once but these guys are fighting for the shirt next season and I mean you've got to hand it to Potter you know people started to ask questions about where are we going but he's turned some tables flooded the central defensive midfield and it's worked fantastically and all three of those guys put in a monumental performance because Arsenal have got a lot of talent on that pitch a lot of threats in the attacking half of the field and we just nullified that for the most of the game in the last 10 minutes a little bit hairy you know great saves by Sanchez rebound off the underside of the bar but you know to come to a team like that with all the riches that they've got and to fight to the 97th minute yeah absolutely brilliant yeah it was i think at 85 minutes i said we had about 10 minutes left to go i was out by two minutes we had another we had 12 minutes there um because the other thing is had it gone wrong today potter would have been absolutely lambasted like what on earth are you doing potter this is awful. You're like you're taking such a risk. We've not played like this all season, but actually he knew what he was doing and he set it up really well. And I think we have to give him credit today, don't we? Well, there's a guy Potter who is brave enough to say I'm kind of behind the eight ball, uh, and he's made some very brave decisions in his starting lineup, in his formation, in his tactic, and he's clearly turned the tables on Arteta. And they weren't. I mean, they were on. They were really on top for the first ten minutes of the second half. Yeah. And that was with Arteta's half-time tactical adjustments where he clearly said to his players, try and drive through the front door of our defence. And they got a few free kicks around the D. And that's when they were most dangerous. But fair play to Potter to come out and make those changes to the lineup, to the formation, to the tactics, to the strategy, and to come out with a win. You know, you rarely see Potter come right up to the fans after the game. But he was right in our face. And you could tell how much that meant. And fair play to him. And fair play to Sanchez as well. After He was the last one to come over to the visiting fans. There's 3,000 fans chanting his name. And you could see in the whites of his eyes how much it meant, much it meant to Potter and to Sanchez. It was magnificent. 
magnificent. We're obviously safe for the season. I think winning a game like that sends a message to some of our players who are out of contracts in 18 or 24 months' time. And it says... You know, it is worth sticking around. There is still a project here where we can prove that we can duff over top teams. And that's as good as the three points today was the message it sends to those people to say you don't have to leave. So rather than the season season sizzling fizzling out, we've got a future. So so the final thing I wanted to say, Andy, was thank goodness you didn't miss that match. Imagine... Imagine if you didn't come to that match, particularly when you just live round the corner. Would, would you? Would you? Would you have ever be able to forgive yourself for missing the match when you could have just come? I mean, let's be honest. There is only one Russell Skyver. Uh, sorry, Guyver, and uh, I'm sure he'll be gutted he missed this. Um, but we won't rub it in. You know, we won't. Definitely not. We won't hold this against him. I mean, that would be very unfair, wouldn't it? Yeah. As the managing director of the Brighton Rock podcast, it would be wholly wrong for us to hold that against him. I mean, he was missing for the longest road trip in Newcastle, but he's also missing for the shortest, which is a three-minute walk from his front garden. So, Russell Skyver, get well soon. Skyver, sorry, Russell, get well soon from all of us. And uh, what a fantastic day. We're back at the Hamilton Brewery after the game, and I know how much you were looking forward to it. So, when you're fit and well again... Send me a text, give me a call, I'll get on a train from Bedford and I'll come and sit in the Hamilton Brewery, just you and me, and we'll talk about the game. And, and have to reminisce and maybe watch the highlights from Match of the Day from today. Well, well I'll see if there are anyone else to talk, talk to uh, around, around here just before we finish off the podcast. But, but what a day for the Albion and what a day for Albion fans. And, uh, and, and the sun is shining and the seagulls are flying over London. Yeah, and Lou Reed is playing in the background with perfect days. There we go. Amazing. Okay, so the last little bit of feedback on today's match. Uh, we've got Alison and Ahmed here. Um, and yeah, over to them uh, just for your thoughts and, and your feelings at this moment in time uh, as we celebrate as Albion fans. Well, I'm pretty elated, obviously, and I think Ahmed's been introduced to just how tense an away game can be yeah. when you're you know, when, defending when you a 1-0 lead. And, and a 2-0 um, lead, and then a 2-1 lead. Yeah, yeah. very, game. very exciting. It was a brilliant game, really enjoyed it. Uh, tense at times, very tense in the last 15, 20 minutes, yeah. but excellent game. Uh, really good, I think Sanchez was brilliant. Yeah. And Cucurella. Yeah, even though he's down the other end of the pitch, you could just see the work. Oh, that he you could did. see, and, yeah. And literally, I suppose if anything, it's more dramatic watching him dive left, right, and centre when he's that far away and you know you nothing. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, super, absolutely superb saves. And I, I think um, Russell missed a yeah. good game today. We, I've just been talking about this with Andy. Yeah. You know, what, 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 I mean, imagine missing a day like today. I know. Yeah, I feel yeah. sorry for him, and I feel sorry also for the. Um, the home fans that you know miss they us miss that, after yeah. their that, that, sight yeah. of us <laughs> scoring <laughs> and not not just one goal but two yes um, and all the home them. and all the home fans in arsenal who, who, also, who, who missed also missed their, their amazing goal potential goal of the season <laughs> yes. and half their fans missed it yeah so, and, it, and it will be yeah. goal of the month it will be in goal of the month at least anyway and actually the day i'm sure yeah so, yeah, yeah. 
Well, let's wish uh, Rus- Russell good health and uh, hope he's there for next week's uh, yeah. Tottenham match. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. At, least, at least now we should take a little bit of confidence into um, next week's game, which because I was nervous about going to Spurs, especially after seeing yeah. the demolition job they, they did on Newcastle the yeah. other day. So at least, I think, hopefully a bit of confidence. So. Brilliant. OK, well, um, that's us then for the day. Um, I'm going to hand back over to Russell and to Peter uh, and uh, I'm sure I, uh, the podcast is in safe hands with these guys even if they are a little bit absent today Russell but is we know legend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Russell is a legend Sports Social Podcast Network with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.